Hello and welcome to ProPrac. I'm Kira Brie And I'm Nicole Breeden. You're listening to How Are You Today, a spin-off series where we'll call an artist and check in with how coronavirus is affecting them mentally and physically and ask them to share their worries and their hopes for the future. pretty good yeah considering the circumstances um, I'm feeling pretty great I'm doing some paper mache the sun is shining I'm having a good day great that's cool what are you making paper mache of um, I am making a paper mache vase out of recycled materials um, as a sample for the kids I'm teaching online cool that sounds great yeah um, where are the, what kids are you teaching? Are you still teaching in the States? Yeah, so um, I was teaching in this arts and literacy program. It's an after school program at public schools in New York. And um, uh, yeah, I'm still teaching the same kids and it's on New York hours. So I get up at 3.45 a.m. and I teach until 8 a.m. on Zoom. Wow. What a life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, but um, I'm definitely starting to get used to it and it's starting to be quite fun teaching online, actually. Yeah. Are you then, like, needing to crash out afterwards or are you, like, up and ready for the day? Um, I do a couple of things for about two hours and, like, take a walk and have some breakfast and do some journal writing and then I have a two-hour nap. Oh, yeah. cool. That sounds like you've got a pretty good system going. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I've just finally started to get used to it, but I was a wreck for about the first three weeks trying to do this. Yeah, I bet. Um, for people who are listening, do you mind kind of giving us a run through how you have been affected? Because obviously you are no longer in the States where you were. Um, yeah, sure. So... I've been living in the US for about nine years with um, a couple of times I've been back in Melbourne for a few months at a time um, and been living in New York. Um, and so I was planning and I have my teaching job there and I was planning to come on April 5th for a three-week holiday and then um, the school closed and things started to get look really bad in New York. Um, and so towards the end of March, I decided, well, actually, I decided within two days that I really needed to get back if I was like, because it was looking like the borders were going to shut. Um, so I had to buy a new ticket altogether because I could not reach Qantas, no matter how hard I tried. Um, so I could not contact my boyfriend in Australia because he was away on a 10-day silent retreat. Um, so I couldn't tell him what was going on. Really crazy time to be doing that. Um, anyway, I finally did get in contact with him and he said, just go ahead and book a ticket. Um, so I booked a ticket on the 17th of March, 
left on the 19th, which was my birthday. Wow. I was supposed to be moving house uh, on the 1st of April. So I just packed up all my stuff the day before I left and took it to the new place and just dumped it there. And yeah, and then came back on the 19th and did my two weeks at home isolation. I just missed, like, I didn't have to do the hotel quarantine thing. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know how long I'll be here for. I was originally thinking that I'd probably be able to go back by around May 31st and obviously mm -hmm. that's not going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, and so now my plan is to hopefully go back by September when the schools open again in New York, if that mm -hmm. happens. But also it's looking like maybe that's not even going to happen. I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a, it's so crazy how everything moved so fast and now we're in like such a long limbo, like, and we don't know yeah. what's going to happen and everyone had to make such um, snap decisions and not knowing when things are going to like return or what, like you said, like mm -hmm. with your, all your possessions being in a new house and not being able to go there. Like that's, that's crazy. Yes, they're still waiting to find out if there's going to be a rent freeze or anything like that. So no one knows what's happening with that. Um, and yeah, it's pretty weird. I mean, for everyone to just be waiting, like I yeah. hate the feeling of waiting. And now I've just sort of, now I've decided to, that the plan is to go back in September rather than waiting around to find out what happens that mm -hmm. might change but it's helping me to at least like move on a bit and try to I don't know get some work started in Melbourne and accept that I'm here and not I don't know be constantly yeah thinking about when I can go back or not. Yeah um, I want to ask you about what you're working on but I, I really quickly want to ask um, just on the kids that you're teaching um, do you know how they're going like that's what they're facing right now I mean what all children are facing around the world is pretty hard but like I can't imagine what it must be like for kids in New York right now yeah it's pretty hard for them I mean for multiple reasons obviously like I know quite a lot of people that are directly affected by people who have been sick or who have passed away from COVID. So everyone there is sort of connected personally to, yeah, some kind of really serious situation. Um, so that's obviously affecting them pretty badly. Um, but otherwise, like, they're pretty resilient and they do have school online and the program that I'm working for is really fantastic and they get to do all these art projects and um, and they get to talk to each other. So they're in this class with each other. So there's a lot of socializing and stuff. But obviously also they're living in tiny places and most of the kids I work with are from like um, lower income families. So they also don't have, like some of them have no art materials. So that's why I'm using toilet paper and old coffee cups and like whatever I can find around the house yeah. because some of them like don't even have like, yeah, any color pencils or something. So, yeah. um, 
But mostly they're just kind of bored, you know, and they yeah. just really want to go back to school. They were yeah. loving it at first, being at home, but now, yeah, they just want to go back to school. Um, but they're great and it's, yeah, it's actually been um, really fun. It was really stressful at first, but now I feel like you kind of get to know them and the families a lot better because all this weird stuff happens in Zoom where you see what's going on inside their houses <laughs> and stuff. And so, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing all right. That's good to hear. So good to know also that they have that program. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, yeah. You said that you're, um, you're going to be here for a little while until maybe September. Um, is there anything that you're working on that you are sort of trying to tee up to keep yourself kind of going um, until then? Well, I mean, I want to, I kind of started a lot of projects last year and then I had a really awful year and had like some pretty serious mental health stuff going on, which I have really sorted out and really needed to deal with. Um, so I sort of took a break from, I guess, like professional um, stuff and I like postponed a show, which is obviously going to be even further postponed now, um, and just focused more on like getting my life and health in order. Um, and so now I want to get back to a project that I s did start around that time, which is like a probably like 45 minute um, solo performance show. Um, that is based on um, that experience of basically having a mental breakdown. So that's what I'm planning on working on. Wow, that's some pretty intense stuff to be working through in a very yeah. like intense time. Mm. But um, yeah, we look forward to seeing what what comes out the other side. I think it's interesting yeah. as well with performance, like how that's gonna, um, like how that will be such a important medium on the other side of this as well. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't really know what's going to happen with that. I've been thinking about it a lot. And I mean, I guess we just have to adapt, like depending on, you know, audiences or how people can view the work. I was thinking about doing some online stuff, but I don't know, I feel like it's a bit flooded at the moment. And it's, it's really hard not having like that um, immediate audi audience response so yeah I don't know how it's going to change. You know performance is so um, reliant on space as well so it really I think yeah. um, it's going to be really interesting to see how you know doing uh, you know like you said before with the families on Zoom like doing a performance um, you know on Zoom for 45 minutes and then having somebody sort of duck through the back of the screen to get a coffee cup or whatever yeah. you know it really does you know there's there's such a reliance on performance often to where it's actually being performed so it's going to be interesting to see how it kind of um, gets translated um, now in maybe more of a domestic setting or how it will kind of transform mm. yeah yeah it will be interesting to see what happens I mean I don't I feel like I've felt a little guilty for being sort of unmotivated lately, but I don't think I should be feeling guilty about it. But I think that thing of not not being able to know when I'm going to have a show again or when anyone is going to see my art again, it's, yeah, I mean, it, it does make it hard to get motivated to keep making stuff when you don't really, or when you don't have a deadline or anything. So, 
um, or any space. I haven't had any space. So I just rented a studio yesterday. Um, so I think that's going to change things a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you really hit the nail on the head there with the not knowing, not knowing when we'll have audiences or, and, and spaces to show, like leaves so much, such a feeling of uncertainty um, around yeah. how, like, how you approach making and your timelines and your energy levels and output levels. So, yeah, just finishing up, we just wanted to ask you, is there anything that you're hopeful for as time passes? Um, I mean, I do feel, well, I feel, to start with, I feel really grateful that I'm in Australia right now because it feels like, I, I feel like it does feel hopeful around Melbourne, like when I have actually left the house for essential reasons. Um, there's like kind of a nice feel, you can feel like the energy is starting to lift a little and I feel like the restrictions will hopefully like, you know, be lifting slightly. So I guess like, I don't know if hopeful is the right word for this, but I guess um, it's nice to know that we'll be sort of grateful for smaller and appreciate smaller things in life like being able to have dinner with four people um, yeah. <laughs> or, you know, go and have a picnic. I don't remember the last time I ever had a picnic, but I'm definitely going to have a picnic if that's what the only thing we're allowed to do. I'm hopeful that, like, people, like, appreciate more of, like, um, kind of like a slowness and not being so caught up maybe with, um, like, career and success mm. and things like that. It feels like we're we have to live a little bit more like each day by day and in the moment. And um, yeah, I kind of like that feeling. Yeah, yeah. I think that's part of why people are finding it so hard. You know, it's, it's, it's such a yeah. challenge, it's such a change of pace, but yeah, mm. I, I'm, I'm hopeful as well that things will slow down a little bit, maybe for a little while yeah. at least. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I was, um, I've been writing letters to friends and ha really struggling mm -hmm. with um, sending text messages because I feel like texts are just like not the pace that I can work at right now. Like the, there's nothing happening oh, in my exhausting. life that fast. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> a letter yeah, is like, so <laughs> you know, a letter once a week is like, I can summarize everything that I've done. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's such a nice idea. I've, I've been writing letters, but I'm just really bad at sending them. So they're just sitting there. <laughs> I'll send you a letter. Oh, I would love that. That would make me so happy. Before you go, Bon, can I just ask you um, if you have a public Instagram account or website that you'd like to share so people can follow what you're up to? Yep. Uh, my Instagram is uh, Miss Bonnie Lane and my website is bonnielane.net. Thank you so much for checking in with us today. It was really great to hear what you're up to. Well, thank you so much for having me. Speak soon. All right. See you later. Bye. We respectfully acknowledge the traditional owners of the land, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and pay respect to their elders, past, present and emerging, and the elders of the lands that this podcast reaches you on today. We extend that respect to all First Nations people listening today and acknowledge that sovereignty has never been ceded. How Are You Today has been generously supported by the City of Melbourne's Quick Response Grants.
Follow us at ProPractPodcast on Instagram or email us at ProPractPod at gmail.com. If you haven't already, please subscribe on whatever you listen to podcasts on. Please stay in touch. We'd love to hear what you're up to as well.